guys. Welcome to another episode of Chronic Relief, um, sponsored by Kush Queen. Uh, today's guest is my very funny friend, comedian Luke Schwartz. Welcome. Hello. We got really high before the podcast. We smoked a loaded blunt. Um, thanks for coming on today. Did I do product placement uh, un- <laughs> unknowingly? I, you did, no, you didn't do product placement. Do you I get a little pro- cut? I guess my cut was getting yeah, high. It is. What did you bring today? A nondescript joint that someone <laughs> handed me. Okay. In a tube. Are you a regular smoker? Of weed? Yeah. Yes. Like every day? Like every day, yeah. And you're from L.A.? I am from Los Angeles. I'm better than a lot of people. (laughs) What part of L.A. are you from? I am from the west side of L.A. I'm from Mar Vista area. Okay. That's where you were born, raised, grew up. Your family still lives out there. Correct. You're so California. Yeah, well, I'm chill and I get it. And, you know, I vote the right way. So (laughs) Good vibes. You know how to dress. Yeah, it's, yeah. That is... Oh, let me let me gripe about this for a second, <laughs> if I could, very Please. naturally. Uh, I hate when people come to L.A. and talk shit about L.A. Why do you think that is? Um, people are fake here. People are like pe- you think people from here are fake here, or the, it's no, the people, people that, that come live, here. People that live here. Um, it's I mean it's both because we're raised in it, but we're also like L.A. people aren't the ones that you think of as people who live in L.A. Like there's a guy who comes around the store all the time, the comedy store, and he wears like a a loose shirt and he's got kind of half dreadlocks and he's he's mixed race and he wears a bunch of rings (laughs) and he always has his hands together in like a prayer. Yeah. Like walking around and you go, he'll go, thank you for anywhere's like sandals that are that like go up around the ankle but show okay. the toes like biblical like gladiators or, okay. yeah like biblical exactly that's the what people think of as someone who is la yes yeah and we just dress in like t-shirts and vans and right pants and shorts totally yeah no i definitely get that vibe from you and you also, you're a comedian here at the comedy store. I've yeah. known you since I started. You've been in, you've been doing comedy for much longer than I have. Too long. Too long. Too long. Yes. You think so? No. No. It's perfect. You're where you need to be, right? I don't know. I just don't know anymore. I can't tell. Really? I'm just doing it and I'm just go. I'm, I love doing it. Do you like, but each year, like how, if you don't mind me asking, I hate this question, but like. Oh, good. Then ask how, it. Yeah. How long have you been Doing comedy. Stand-up comedy. Yes. Gosh, when does one even <laughs> start doing comedy? Yeah. I guess it would be for me. Um, I I graduated college and then I started comedy. You like went right in yeah, after college. Nine years ago. Okay. And you yes, are. You, nine years. Sorry. So they, I feel like people say like 10 years is when you, is like when you start to. Sure. Be, you know, that's like a. And a milestone keep, in comedy that comedians achieve to get to. It like means to be it's in, tenure. Yeah, for sure. It's, you're a tenured comedian. And that's like so cool. And like you should definitely, you know, obviously, I hope you give yourself, you know. Yeah, it's fine. Credit it's, for it's that. Just a, it's just I've been working the same job for about 10 years or something, you know. Um, where So where did you go to college? Uh, on the East Coast. I, I just wanted to get away uh, real good. Where? Uh, SUNY Purchase. So you went to college on the East Coast in mm-hmm. New York. Yes. So right out of high school, you moved to New York. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. That's crazy. Cause like right out of high school, I basically moved to the East coast as well. So you also have experience of living on the East coast and, Mm -hmm. um, that's, I, I think like, it's a different energy over there, Yeah, you know, but I think it also like living on the East coast taught me how to drive. Like I learned how to drive in different terrains, like snow and weather. I didn't experience weather until I lived on the East coast. Yeah. Uh, it being warm and raining was a foreign concept to me. Yeah. Summer rains. I never really got those. So you lived on the East Coast for four <laughs> years in New York? Um, I went to school for four <laughs> years just outside the city and then lived in the city for three years after that. And then you moved back to California. Los Angeles. And that's yes. when you started comedy? No. You started in New York? Yes. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people start in New York. It's a well. I feel like people start in New York or L.A. or their hometown, and then they move to one or the other. I did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was that like what do you, do you compare the scenes? Are they different? Are they similar? I, I always say the biggest difference between the L.A. and New York scene is three hours. <laughs> okay, it's it's about it's, like, it's the same level of talent. They might be zippier, and L.A. may be more like story, like character based stuff, right? But it's good. Everyone's good in yeah. both cities. It's yeah. really, everyone's really a good comedian. And um, so this podcast is kind of like all about I'm trying. It's for me. I really want to talk about mental health because mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that we all have and that uh, it doesn't. Aren't we all just twisted. <laughs> We're I mean, sick. You as someone who works here at the store, mm-hmm. I feel like you really get a whole range of. I see a lot of people who like comedy mm-hmm. and I see a lot of comedians. Well, I, I feel like I, from working in weed and, you know, doing mm-hmm. comedy, it's like a lot of mentally ill people in a sense. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But I understand why everyone's got their problems. Right. But like, I understand why people like because I, you know, have mental health, too. We all do why Good. we're attracted to both of these things, comedy and weed. I, I smoked weed way before I did comedy. You How old were you when you first started? Uh, when I first seriously started smoking, I was probably like 17, 18, end of senior year. Okay. Were you a good yeah. uh, student? I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's B's, a so B student. B's with an A or two and a C or two. Okay. Less C, not too many C's. C's in math? Yes. Okay. And science. Too. Yeah. Those were harder for me. Uh, I was not good at them. Yeah. I bet you were great at English and history. I was good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like one, one teacher. I was like there, they liked me the most, but I definitely didn't get the best grade. And like, he didn't cut any corn. Were you like, a distraction? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I was sent out in the hallway a lot. I, uh, that, but we'd call me down. I was ADHD a lot. Were you diagnosed ADHD? Yes. And then I never went on Ritalin or never? anything. I, Ritalin was, yeah, I just didn't want to do that. Did your parents try to put you on any of that stuff? They offered it and then I didn't take it, which is, wow, how Californian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's cool. But you found weed. When were you diagnosed with ADHD? 11 or 12-ish. Okay. So how did you manage that? I didn't. I was sent out of the classroom. <laughs> yeah. I was told to sit on my hands. Uh, I had. Te- I got that. I had teachers. Uh, one teacher would send me out. Just he said, "Do a lap around the school. Come back." <laughs> he wanted you to just get the energy out. Yeah. Or she said that. Might have been Miss Holgren. I don't know. 
They're like, go outside and run around. <laughs> uh, go, yeah, go just run a lap of the school and come back. I had a teacher um, who would assign me homework and then also like, and then just do a wall sit for like three minutes wow. or like two minutes. Yeah. Try just and do you? that. Yeah. Like in get front energy. Of the class? No, like okay. to me privately at least. Okay. Then. Yeah. But in front of the class too, a lot of like, Luke, shut Getting up. call out. Did the teachers know your name first, basically? No, not always. Okay. Did I mean, there were other people. It was a big school, so I wasn't the only kid. Okay, that makes sense. With issues. Um, but I was a distraction. I wasn't even like class clown. I was just like talking. Yeah. Just. Couldn't sit still. It was like I was a bad audience member. Oh, you were heckling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was doing the heckling that you see a lot where people are like, I'm just responding. Right. I'm helping. Right. Where they're like, uh, you go, I went to the mall the other day and someone in the crowd goes, I love the mall. Yeah. And you're like, shut I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally, I'm, I didn't, that's when like comedians go, you guys ever been to the mall? I think that is a terrible strategy. Don't ask them anything. No question. I was at the mall the other day. Yeah. You know, the mall. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, I was that kind of student. Wow, that so sucks. You never, Sorry, teachers. Well, no, but that's really cool. You never, you kind of figured out your way of, did you ever like figure out a way of channeling that? Like, I guess when you got to college, because- No, when, I just matured. Right. I just realized that you can't do that <laughs> shit. Because it's a behavior, right? I got yelled at enough. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Stop doing it. And you just learned yeah. to not be like that. Correct. Well, did you ever like- have you ever experienced depression or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I'm sad all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, I think your uh, Twitter at one point was like Luke Schwartz is sad. Or was it Luke Schwartz I don't is know. not nice? I've seen your. I'm I'm nice now. You're uh, nice now. Yes. Well, you're also recently engaged. Uh, to be married, in fact. Oh, yeah. my God. Congratulations. Thank you. It is. A, I'm I'm happy. You are. You are happy. And I'm dealing with my happiness for the first time. And I got to be honest. Is it hard? It's fine. It's you need so, to be it's nice. Easy you to need be to be happy. You need. You should allow the goodness. It's t only taken me years to yeah. figure out. Yeah. Would you say you're you generally for a while were sad? Oh, huge. But what what would you say contributed to that? Um, it's a mixture of lifestyle. That's part of it, definitely. But it's really just. I I have I get I get sad thinking about the new just just the news the world the, world, the yeah. state of the earth. I totally me, can relate to that. It's, it's do you watch inevitable. the news? I am up on news. I do not watch the news. Don't watch it. I had to stop. It made me so sad. I see all the same stuff. I know through Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram and it's everything. It's so overwhelming. And so right? I'm okay. Like I don't need to watch the news. Yeah. I mean, like I, I never didn't... liked the news. It wasn't fun. Yeah. It wasn't funny. I don't know. I just if I it like... wasn't funny. I wasn't watching. It. Yeah. No. I I get fascinated by it because like I'm very existential for whatever reason, and as Whoa. I get older, I get very more existential with like li like death and life and like how inevitable it is. Oh, really? and like, I've gotten less so. I've gotten more comfortable with it. Well, I'm learning to become more comfortable yeah. with it. And like more, and instead of like, oh, like why am I here? It's more like how cool we get to experience this. Yeah. Why experience. am I here? Well, and yeah. yeah, and yeah, exactly. And I think that like just certain things as we get older happen that make you flip your view on that.
it's so funny because I have such bad ADHD and I can hear them talking in the other room. <laughs> yeah. We're really trying to fight. Our, there, there's you a have scr- two people with ADHD in who here are high. who are high, and who there's, are there's, easily distracted there by are people in another room. Like, people, the the loud people, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, so like that's something that I've just become more comfortable with as I've gotten older is like. Just, I used to be not able to sleep on airplanes. Because I was so worried about just any little thing could go wrong. That's anxiety. Yeah. So you can, so are you an anxious person? Yes, very much so. Yeah. I think everyone is crazy not to feel unsafe all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, I was not able to fall asleep on planes because I thought like, what if someone bum rushes the emergency exit yeah. door and just throws it open? Not even in like a terrorist, but just like a mental breakdown right. way. Like, you know, when you're at a play. And you, 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 you know, like anything can happen. Like I yeah. could just, uh, I could just yell. Like yeah. right now, I could really just, yeah. just you know, that's like sort of that feeling that. Or in a movie or anything. Yeah, you just stand up and yell fire at or any, any moment. Yeah, you yeah. could just do. Yeah, the free will thing. So I, I don't want to do that, but I'm on the lookout for someone else. Right. That is my anxiety. I have that same mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is this feeling?" And then I was like, "Okay, this is anxiety." So this is obviously something that I like experience on a regular basis. It's just like these thoughts that come mm-hmm. into my mind. You know what I mean? I don't mean? think I'm more or less anxious when I'm uh, I have smoked weed either. You don't think it affects your anxiety in any way? No, it, it calms me down, but I think I'm still thinking the same thoughts. I think so, too, except I'm able to rationalize them as, OK, this is this. I'm This is this thought of anxiety, like. I'm more of experiencing it as like as opposed to reacting it right reacting to it right like okay I'm watching it happen like a like a car accident I think so right we're really good at this no I really I've always because like I don't know I don't it's not like we hang out but like I have always just been a fan of your thoughts and your thinking and how I appreciate that and your comedy since I've just no like how long have you been hanging around the store again probably like not to put it in that no, no, no but like uh, since I started three years, I haven't stopped doing comedy. Yeah. Like I worked in comedy a year before I got, I worked for levity. That's so interesting when people work for comedy before starting. Comedy. But it was, and it's weird. Cause it's like, I'm so not a corporate person, but like I tried for so long. Cause I thought that that's what my path should have been. Mm-hmm. But then I realized like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't, I can't do this type of job. Mm. Um, I, I like a, I, I wish I could do a corporate job. Honestly, I, do. I mean, if it was something you were interested in, my, 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 uh, fiance, huge flex. Um, <laughs> it was, that is such a huge flex. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge flex. Uh, go off King. And <laughs> I, she, she works a badass office job for a big, uh, state entity. I won't say which one, but, okay. um, and she works in a field that I really am impressed with. And it's just like that, that is a real big, do you, can you show up at like nine? Are you a morning person? No, I have become, I'm becoming one just through sheer will through sheer will. Yeah. A little, yeah. Well, it is routine because you are you 32? Not yet. Okay. This is when it starts to happen. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think 31. Okay. How did you meet your fiance? Oh, that's a long, long, that's a whole different we'll story. Let's, it. let's do, let's do the thing and we'll come back to okay, the fiance. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, the routine. I, so I never like working at the store, working weird hours. I would often get home three or three. AM. Yeah. And you can't shut off right away. No, you, you have to come down from work mm-hmm. and usually I ate. And that's when I, when I was like depressed and working here, I got, I got pretty heavy. 
And like, cause eat, I wish I was had the depression where I didn't want to eat. Yeah. So if that's I'm me. like, what, that's, that is all. Why do you think I'm so skinny all the I time? Had, <laughs> I hesitate to call it lucky, but like, as far as the two types of eating with depression, I wish I, I had the one food. that made you hotter. Yeah. I wish I could Hot be hot. Hot girl depression. Yeah. Where, well, but I but I would just eat my feelings ugh. and I got, uh, I just, I'm, I'm. Depression just ruins everything I love and I love food. I can't even listen to certain music. Mm. So like even working out is hard. Just getting up. Yeah. I've also been golfing a lot recently. <laughs> so you're athletic. Uh, yes. I, I, I'm an all-star athlete. <laughs> so you've been I'm working out. I, do you work out at all? Do you any, do anything active? Uh, I do push-ups and I try and run. Okay. Uh, once, uh, once a week at least. Okay. And honestly, cardio is like the has changed my life. Mm -hmm. Like as far as my depression and anxiety, that totally. because it's like, do you get outside? Um, are I, you in a treadmill? What I no, I won't do the treadmill on my knees, bad Jew knees. I, I like the treadmill I do more the for elliptical. my knees. Ah, uh, the elliptical. I'm obs I fell in love with the elliptical. I do it for 20 minutes a day and the consistency with that. And then I go to like a group class once a week to mix, mix it up where it's intense mm -hmm. changed my life. Wow. And for, with for the depression, week, for depression and anxiety, because when it, when those thoughts and experiences hit, it's more just like they pass on through. Like, I don't feel them as intensely as I would. Well, you besides accomplishing something, you you feel like, hey, I worked out. So like this sad thought bounces right off. Right. It yeah. really does something. Whatever the chemical, like the endorphins and the serotonin and everything yeah. like that. Um, golf, yeah. Golf is terrible for the environment, but it's outdoors well it's like mindfulness it's be it's beautiful they're beautiful mm -hmm. court it's it is and it's i get out and i walk a couple miles around the course mm -hmm. and it's that's well you're outdoors in nature that well nature that's mindfulness helps. you're not looking at your phone i try and stay off my phone for the whole yeah, round i'm telling you that's and i can that's usually. what they say is like going outside being outdoors for 15 20 minutes at minimum um, and if you're yeah. doing that for two or three hours yeah. and then walking around, that's perfect. You're getting your steps in. It's a, it's a very, <laughs> it's not a hike. And no. it's, it's, I would say, I, I don't know if golf is a sport. It's definitely a game. Uh, well, you need it's, to it's a professional tell game. that to my father because he yeah. won't tell you it's probably both. It's fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a lot of, I'm not going to fight. Up, I'm not going to die on that. How, how, how would you describe Luke Schwartz's self-care? Routine. Um, self-care hygiene or self-care? No, just self-care in general. Yeah. Habit. Do you know what self-care is? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that whole how everyone makes fun of it or like whatever? It's like a joke. It's, it's a buzzword. It's a but like, honestly, it's so. I don't think people make fun of it. I think people will say a joke like and, and I do this. Self-care is important. Yeah. And then I'll do this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So self-care. Self-care is important. I, I, it is. I do the golfing. That's okay, good, good for me. Um, I, I do, I stand up as self-care. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Therapy. Uh, do you, are you in therapy? I am not. Have you ever done it? Uh, I've been to a couple sessions here and there okay. when I was a kid. So you said. I, I don't, self-care for me is reacting to people in a way that I want to react to. In a healthy way. Yeah. I, I don't really, I try not to let people yell at me in a bat like and if they are and they're genuinely upset i'm listening okay but if as far as like customers because customers come up and yell oh my god it's like probably be, like equinox beverly hills here <laughs> it is it's everyone like there's a lot of people, entitlement 
it's a, it's a, there's some entitlement, but there's also people who genuinely don't understand who get frustrated. And I, and I like to have a calm demeanor and be like, you're in the right place. You just go down the stairs this. And I, and I put that's, that is what I do for self-care, honestly. You know, that's something also. I call, I'm calmer than I ever was. Were when you I was always a kid. good at reacting in a healthy way? No, me either. That's I a behavior a we had to learn. It's you're a kid, right? And then you learn to be an adult, right? I'm, I'm very good at being an adult right now. I mean, yeah, I'm not adulting, but I'm peak adult. I feel like in your th- 30s, like that's when I really because I'm 32 and like years, yeah, 32 nice. in dog years, and Gross. <laughs> and so I really feel like this. This is these past couple of years, I've really learned how to like, not everything deserves a reaction and not everything deserves a negative reaction. Like comedy has really taught me the pause and like how to like maybe think about how mm-hmm. I react before I do it. Does I still, I'm still working on that. That's the biggest hurdle for me is when there's like a, like silent and then I go, Oh great. Well, you didn't like that one. I can't help but address that. And it's like, yeah, they just didn't jump out of their seats. They're not going to. Or gonna... maybe do you think that they're taking us because it's smart because you're a smart person. I, that I it, They might be taking a second to catch up. I hesitate to call my comedy smart or me smart at all. There are it's I I'm clever, I yeah. guess at best, but like not. Yeah, I hope. Ugh, I, that's terrible. Cut that out. But yeah, I react like that to the audience. Um, self-deprecating, self-deprecating, self-awareness huge um but you know what like you i feel like you're in like you're we're like growing up you know you're you're you have a fiance mm-hmm. like this is like i'm looking at wedding venues that's what it's i'm exciting. saying is like that's such a cool perspective for you to have because it's unexpected for me like it's like you know what i mean you're in love you're this guy who's in love you're gonna get married you mm-hmm. met the love of your life but you were a sad boy i was a know? sad lad yeah and now you're a happy man yes you know? and now i'm happy yeah i'm a happy Shorts guy is happy so Shorts is happy yeah and honestly like i did start like i was getting a lot of people telling me that i was being too negative and like I was, I'm, I make fun of people and I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm be very negative. So I did start just like I was saying jokingly, but I'm nice now. Yeah. And it's been a couple years of that, I think. And it's really, I've tried to actually do it and it is, it's worked. It's been working Like you go out. more towards the positive. I don't react so negative to everyone. I'm still quite negative or whatever, but I try and do it lighter and not as like. Like diet. Yes, sure. Diet Luke Schwartz. Diet Luke Schwartz. Yeah, Diet sure. nice. I'm trying. So Di- tell me, let's, I want to hear about how you met your fiance. Because here's my thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're in a place it's a where you're- It's a very cute long story. I love it. So you, if you're, my theory about love is like, love is best received when you love yourself or value yourself enough to receive another person who values themselves. Like you obviously have to love and respect yourself enough. I know that's like a cheesy concept. I think I'm cooler because she loves me, but she, you have to understand that she fell in love with you because she thinks you're dope as fuck. So like you have to own I think that. she's a fan. Yeah. yeah. So like knowing that, that there's someone out there who undeniably loves you for you. That's the ultimate fan, badass person that you would want. Yeah. You know, part, she, she's a she loves you. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's I've, your partner. You're her pretty, partner. You guys are fans of each other. It's pretty nice. You lift each other up. Yeah. And but my point is, she's obviously dope the way you describe her. She seems amazing because mm-hmm. you're 
of that level. Does that make sense? Like she, she's, we, I think we match. Okay. Yeah, so how that. did you guys meet? Okay. So, and thank you, by the way, that's You're very welcome. sweet. I just only know because I see the pictures and like, I started to, I was like, Luke has a girlfriend yeah. and I was like, she's hot. Yeah. And she's like, she looks, she's got great style. Like, yeah, she looks cool as hell. Yeah. And she's, you she's guys travel the world together. That's why I don't call myself smart because she is smart and she runs in very smart circles. And she'll tell me about like these upper echelon people where she's like, I'm, well, I'm she chose trying you. to get there. Yeah. So that was a smart choice as well. So just yeah. know. For for each other. Yeah. yeah. For, for that's a individual smart choice. Yeah. But we met at uh <laughs> at a summer camp um Here? when we were kids near Bakersfield. Um, not a Jewish summer camp. Obviously not, because if it was Jewish, they wouldn't send you near Bakersfield. <laughs> that's Would funny. They? Um, I doubt it. Yeah. I don't know of any Jewish camps <laughs> well, in the area. It was breaking, breaking bad summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, in the, in the foothills of the Sierra. So it was like okay. deep in the wood. It was like an hour outside of yeah. it. Yeah. So it was just like in the woods. Um, and there, there was like a lake and, you know, you do archery and riflery, stuff like that, rock climbing. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I've got, you know, it's choking me up. Um, Oh my God, are you getting choked No, up? no, okay, I was actually I was like, just choking. Then I was going to start to cry. <coughs> yeah. Very sensitive. I missed that, my boyfriend. Uh, that blunt was, yeah, in, in that tube right there. Jesus. Um, So we knew each other as kids. And then um, I always kind of carried a torch for her, had an eye out for her. Um, was she always in California? Yes. She's from LA as well. And we're both really cool. So uh, <laughs> um, uh, we dated... When we were 17 for a couple months and then we broke up and we both went to college and we didn't really talk um, because I I mean, for me, it was like too pain. Like I didn't I it was too painful to talk like I still was like really like still carrying that torch. And yeah. Really like, yeah. And um, we uh, we got we both had serious college whatevers and significant others not whatever's and after college we we broke up with them and we but we reconnected through our other friend Hillary who also went to the summer camp and okay. we all went on birthright together birthright wow. Israel and then we uh dated for 3 years after that okay and uh broke up then um about two and a half three years ago maybe 3 years ago and then now we're back together forever for a year yeah since yeah and like yeah i waited about a year to propose wow this is like the classic quintessential story of like if it's meant to be we'll find a a way it's a very rom-com yeah it's it's a little hack i would say i wouldn't it's like if i saw it in a movie i wouldn't watch that movie (laughs) no i mean but so many people would Luke. A few people would definitely. There would, there's so many. That's there's a whole genre of. I comedy, mean, people will watch romantic anything comedies. These days. Yeah, yeah. Well, that like, I mean, that's a very cool story. It's you know? nice. Yeah. Ooh, can I tell the engagement story? Please. That's a good one. I love stories. Like um. This. So, uh, a lot of our time has been spent in long distance relationship, and but we still were very close. Saw each other as much as possible. We still do. Um. We were flying to Hillary's wedding. She was getting married to a, a really great guy. And then we were going to go for two weeks to Europe. That okay. was this trip that we just took. Yeah. And in the, I, I planned to do it 
so I, I had, I'm like, have the ring in my pocket. We're going through security at SFO and uh, I got the ring in the backpack and I'm nervous and I'm checking in with her <laughs> every like couple minutes going like, hey, uh, we're good, right? You're feeling good. We're good. It's like 530 in the morning. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why do you keep asking me? I'm like, oh, it's just uh, pre-flight jitters. I don't know. And so I, and uh, we get through the line. We get to the front and I'm like, hey, can I go through the machine first that scans your whole body and you have to put your hands up? Um, can't have anything in your pockets. So uh, the ring is in my pocket the, and the TSA agent goes, sir, is there anything in your pocket? And I go, oh, yes, there is. I just I forgot. Yeah. And then I turn around and I got down on one knee and I Ugh. proposed to her. I love that. that. Kay, will you marry? Yeah. I meant to say like two more sentences, but I all I could get out was Kay, will you marry me? <laughs> And did everyone clap? I, I got a little applause. Yeah, it was nice. And then we were, and I kissed her and went, went right through security. Didn't hold anyone up. The TSA agent, she was like, Crying. Be, begrudge. No, she was just like, she begrudgingly like nodded. It was like, that was slick. That was good. And That's so I was adorable. like, okay, good. You had I, that pl- How did you know you were going to do it there? Um, I thought, I thought of that plan. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And w- did she cry? No, we both kept it together. We were both shaking. And, uh, yeah, the girls behind, there were two women in line behind us who both like went, like screamed a little behind yeah. their hands, you know, like a little, ah, um, and that was nice, but didn't cry. It was yeah. great. It was just, ha- it was nice. It yeah. was just nice. And, and she, she thought it was going to come sometime in Europe, I think, which is right. what I was originally planning. Yeah. But then I was like, everyone's, I want to give her the, and then we were at the wedding. How soon engaged. after you got the ring did you propose? A uh, couple months. So you got did okay. So you got the ring about two months. I would think she did. You guys pick it out together. Uh, she said she wanted a sapphire, gorgeous, and I went with that. And okay, I, and I just designed. I made it and went to a. Did guide. you talk to any of her friends? No. Did you ask her father for permission? No. That's just like he he you already knew that he would have. Ever- approved probably because yes. you've known him since you were a kid no i haven't oh you haven't not but really you've known their her family kind of yeah okay so that's cool mm-hmm. beautiful sapphire yeah 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 it's a it's a, f- a floating sapphire on a, a little white gold band that has like diamonds on the either side it's pretty nice I when like. do you when are you guys getting married uh later later yeah <laughs> no. but you are planning the wedding now or we are just planning like, the wedding now so yeah it's and where do you guys want to have it or it's looking like la la yeah so that's really cool like that's you've for me like and that has really helped my depression well i honestly but that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. is like when i think of people who are like in that place it's like you've arrived at a place in your life where you're able to receive and welcome that partnership and that responsibility because like that's when you can't just think of yourself mm-hmm. you're taking on another life as like you know oh i'm te- now you thought my anxiety was bad before <laughs> now i'm going like oh Are, like, do you constantly worry about her like if, if a car hits me i don't have like sh- i she doesn't have a health and you guys don't have no a- like not even that like just for l- losing each other right like emotionally i would rather die because like, and I think that way you don't have to live without her. Right. I know what that feels That's like. what she's like. And she, we, she has expressed a very similar thing and it's just, yeah. and we're both like, we that's always, when you really love someone. We always go, Hey, be safe, please. Yeah. Please be safe. She bikes to work, which is 
Totally <gasps> safe and totally fine. Okay. How far is work from where she bites? It's like a 15 minute ride. Okay. But. Is it busy streets? Yeah. And I, I had a friend who died on a bicycle. Stop. And so like. Luke. Yeah. So she she's just out there and I'm going. And it's it it's great for the environment and it's great for the city. And literally everyone should bike. Like Amsterdam would be hell. It would be so, so much, much better. Yeah. It would just be safer and less. Yes. But uh, you couldn't get anywhere and you couldn't take anything with you. Okay. Um yeah, that would be. So, yeah, I can totally relate. Like, that's how you know you really. But care yeah, about but someone. she. Yeah, but she could like. Yeah, just a car door, and I'm like, oh, and then yeah, you know, she like just even like a broken arm. I would. You should make know, her like, wear pads. Yeah. Get her like knee pads and um elbow pads and a helmet. Does well, she wear a what, helmet? That kid from the Little Giants. Yeah. The, like with the all the, the yeah. stuffing all around. Yeah. Him. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. That would that would be my ice wish. Box yeah. Or ice chest. Something like that. I was always I I love that's what I love that movie. I love I is it ice box or ice chest? Remember they she was trying to be a cheerleader for like to to get the main mm -hmm. guy to have a crush on her. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. Such a great movie. uh, Yeah, and I I always thought it was cool how the guy threw toilet paper into the cart. (laughs) And I was oh my god, the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yes, that's I love that movie. Mm -hmm. So good. And uh, who's the guy? I have no idea. I don't know who any of the actors are in that. Well, they're probably (laughs) trying to be comedians now. Some of them. Yeah. It's so easy. Everyone should move to Los Angeles and be a comedian. There's plenty of room. How do you like the parking's great? Yeah. I mean, how many people would you say sign up for potluck each week? Last last week was uh, close to the record, which is 187. Um, Do you guys put a cap on how many people can sign up? No. Like what is, oh, so the most that's 187 ever people on one Monday is about as high as I've is ever seen Is that right it. after the new year, would you say? Uh, no, that usually takes till February. <laughs> that's when we see that one because people in January are still moving, oh, they're, moving in. Oh, and like, their resolutions? Do, yes. The, the resolution. So the resolution is to move to LA and do comedy. So the first right. part of that sentence is move to LA. So they have to get <laughs> all their shit and they put it all in. And then February, it's like. Wow, it's really warm out. I'm gonna go to the comedy store. I've heard about it. I'm finally gonna do that. Right. And then it's like crush. And that yeah, but 187 was last Monday in what is it? It's late September. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. So I've when, never seen it two hundred. I've never seen it one ninety. Uh, but it's when it's it two hundred, it hovers when, around one sixty. What do we do at that point? One fifty, one sixty is usually what it is. That's crazy. What's the lowest it's ever been? Uh, I think there was, it was on Christmas day a year or two ago and there were like 30 people. I think I remember you posting it. I on- don't, I, I wasn't there that day actually. Oh, you weren't? No, I was like the one Monday I missed. I think Frank Castillo. Someone posted it. Yeah. Like this is re- like, Frank Castillo. Like yeah. where is, yeah. Like if you want to come on, yeah, Well, it's literally Christmas. Down. Yeah. <laughs> the only people here are sad Jews. And, uh, probably happy Christians. Yeah. <laughs> people trying to. Uh, get ready for the new year. That's and, true. Yeah, content Gentiles. What was the first time you ever got That's my on band st- name is Content Gentiles. Content Gentiles. Mm-hmm. The con- the Gentile. Um, the first time you ever got on stage for stand up. <clears throat> how did that make you feel? The first time I ever got on stage for stand up was I did a talent show in sixth grade, and I did a Bill Cosby routine, <laughs> and word for word. And it went okay. Yeah. It went okay. I remember like saying the line and waiting for the laughter and I'm like, and they didn't laugh. And I was like, what? what? 
you're supposed to, that's where the laughter goes. Yeah. But that's where the laughter goes. It's after the funny sentence that I said. And then when was your first time? That, and like, uh, it turned out he was a horrible, horrible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sexual assaulter. And you also you don't do really a monster. Are you do you still do impressions? Did your build cause the impressions? I today? didn't do an impression <laughs> to oh, my you, credit. I didn't you do didn't the do voice. An impression. You did an ode. You did. his. I did. Yeah. I did a three minute bit about how. Oh, about him. No, that he wrote. OK, OK. That was about playground equipment trying to kill kids and how unsafe it was. Okay. And yeah, like the metal slide will scrape your whole, like your whole leg off. Uh, the seesaw, you, you know, one kid gets on, the other kid jumps you off. Still you still have it memorized I, the No, I don't. I wish I did. Um, but it, yeah, wonderfulness. Now your first mic when in New York. Uh, was I was barking. Okay. Yeah, I was a barker and I just, I didn't know about open mics really. Um, I just saw a thing on Craigslist and clicked it. It was like, I was like looking for comedy in jobs or like, I had no idea. Yeah. What I, I just knew I wanted to do comedy and to get there, you go to a comedy club. That's what I thought. So I just, I went to this comedy club and, uh, they put me as a barker in Times Square. I'm one of the people that was like, Hey, do, do you like, do you like comedy? Yeah. And, uh, I didn't feel good while doing it but i did it for three years yeah and uh barked through blizzards two blizzards and two hurricanes in three years that was pretty interesting and yeah it was just, I, that's how i started i did that for like three years i eventually found open mics after about four or five months and i never really gelled there but i was I couldn't get a footing i couldn't get a read on the crowd everything i liked and did well in front of regular people didn't work at the open. And then I was like, I was like, what are we doing this for? If I don't get practice, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to perform for them. Not you. like that was my whole thing. And I, I just couldn't make that many friends and uh, that. Yeah. And then I, I was much happier when I moved to LA. Right. And you started, I met, I just met a friend group that really helped. So if you go to mics with friends, like in New York, I never really, I had one or two, but that's but not like a group. Right. Like where in L.A. like I just just immediately happened, for me, I happened to find like a great group. When right you away. landed back in L.A. doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Did you come to the comedy store first? I had already been to the comedy store a couple times visit when I visited back home. And so I got up on the mic a couple times and people kind of knew me. Right. And uh, and then I. Yeah. So I came back and I was hanging pretty hard here and I got the job within. Within six months yeah. of hanging out here, it's just they were in a hiring period and I was like, look what I can like. Yeah. You, you see what I can do. And they were. Yeah. So that's cool. Thanks to like Lucas Hurl and uh, Garza a bit. Yeah. Dope. How many people ask you for com how many people come to you or slide into your DMs for comedy advice? Um, A, a bit. Yeah. Not, not a lot, but yeah. a bit. There was a guy who recently, he said a friend requested me and I looked and he had sent a message on Facebook and uh, it was about, uh, I, I, it was about Joe Dosh, but then he saw me, he saw me in person. He, he like, he said, Joe Dosh recommended I get in touch with you. He's, oh, okay. he's my good friend. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy went, Hey, my friend Joe Dosh said to say hi, I friended you on Facebook and stuff. And I was like, Oh, your your friend Joe Doge. Yeah. 
So I just it was that that's a fun little thing. Yeah. I have ants aunts hitting me up um to like they're they're like someone friend of the family right is has like moved to LA right, and Can like you have coffee with them right oh my gosh and do I, you have coffee with them I have had coffees with people and I think I've stopped uh two people from doing comedy <laughs> I think that <laughs> which is smart yeah I I have told like I don't say what is what is you honestly, shouldn't do comedy I'm right. just saying if you if you don't want to experience be sad all the time yeah. and really just confront failure constantly and just be told no a lot and also not feel fulfilled and For be poor a very long time. <laughs> or if you just want to do it as a hobby and go to a couple open mics a month, do that. Yeah. But if you want to be a comedian, like it's, it's, it's not easy. And that has, I think a couple people have like done it and like kind of fell, fallen off, but some people just never even did it. How, so you see, I don't, I, I wonder if anyone I've talked to is still doing it. But that's a very real, um, that's a very real thing that I think, cause like I even get hit up. I think a lot of my friends get hit up. Anyone who does Isn't comedy. It crazy? Yeah. And even at shows, how many people come up? I don't know if this is experience, but I get people come up after shows, like especially dudes. That's their like way of talking yeah. to people. And I think well, dudes, all dudes are funny. Yeah, for sure. All men are funny. Yeah, 100 percent. And so for for some reason, since all men are funny, they seem to come to me. Yeah. Uh, a woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for how to get into comedy sometimes. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't want to encourage. They're not this. asking how to get into comedy. They're asking how to get into Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which is comedy, which is funny. Yeah. In a sense, but no, some of them, I get hit up in DMS too. people will tell me they're, they're started, started going to open mics or whatever. But you're, you're a little more publicly like you. Yeah. You're out there saying you're a comic. Like, I don't like, I guess you just have more of a following is what I'm trying to do. Like, but I, I d by no means am out here trying to give any advice in that. <laughs> aspect or encouragement what do, you, what do you think it is that makes people reach out like that well i think when you see people who are doing stuff that seems like because it's all marketing right it's mm. all about what people see on the internet and what their perception and i think you know like comedy stand-up is making this like it's like a cool like new year's resolutions used mm -hmm. to be going on diets and now it's like going to open but maybe that's always been a thing and, but i mean I imagine the singer songwriter open mics yeah. get crowded in February yeah. as well. But I, I think bet, and now, like acting casting calls get right. But know. I think now because of like the Netflix and like social media, the Netflix and the social media. Like, How, are you eighty now, yeah, Rachel? I really <laughs> am. I think old? because of the of the stream. Yeah, it's encouraged people to like think that stand up is just something that every like anyone can get up there and like start working out and like try to get fit. But like to do comedy. It's not like a yes, thing that right. people should just tr necessarily as like, I mean, oh I get God. it. I have to look something. Yeah. Keep. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But it's like, I don't know. I think it's, it's different in a sense, but so tell me about your podcast. Where can people, oh, my podcast? I, I was just trying to find something on Facebook. Um, my buddy, Matt Broussard. Put, oh, he's such a great writer. He put out, he was like, uh, yeah, I think the, I know what you're the, the joke was, uh, if, if comedy was athletics, uh, sprinters would get hit up and be like, 
hey, my friend Sam really fast. Where do I sign up for the yeah. Olympics? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's exactly what it would be. Yeah. But um, my podcast yeah. uh, sucks. Um, so you can. You can <laughs> Why does it suck? Oh, yeah. Just the regular reasons. It's it's uh, it's fine. It's good enough. Check yeah. it out. And uh, I swear I've at the end of every episode, even the beginning of the episodes, I go, if you are listening to this, just tweet anything. I get nothing. <laughs> really? I get nothing. I show a couple dozen downloads no. or whatever. One day. I just yeah. keep pushing out. Content I think that new, the new podcast idea might work. I, I think I, I'm I, obsessed with that podcast. I, I kind of want to do that. Um, I'm on board with anything you do. But for right now, you can. Uh, it's the uh, the late night podcast with Stuart and Luke. It's like a late night talk show that we do a live show of, and we also have uh, in studio ones as well. Cool. So, uh, yeah, the late night. It's a uh, you can follow at the late night show. It's uh, the L eight night show. <laughs> like so, it's yeah. yeah, it's that whole. We're so young and youthful. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, we're like skater boys. I love Avril it. Avril Lavigne style. I feel like I've kind of, I mean, I know I haven't been around for that long, yeah. but for the past three years, I've kind of seen you not learn to be happy, but like grow into this new side of- I've become your, happier and nicer. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's really it's nice for me. Cool and to see you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, real quick. Uh, follow me on Instagram at help, yeah. help, 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 for helps. And then- Where else? Twitter? Uh, Luke does stuff. It's too many different handles. Bro, you got to get your branding together. Uh, you got to decide. Are you help, 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 help? Or are you? Luke, I'm probably more Luke does stuff. But yeah. But I joined Instagram when uh, it wasn't like a thing. Yeah. And then it just, I have it now. But I could change it. I really could. Either way, everyone should follow him. He's very funny. And look out for uh, his engagement photos. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I'll be on uh, Comedy Central on the Bill Burr uh, whatever the Bill Burr Presents show is going to be called. I'm doing five minutes on Comedy what? Central. Look That's for that. amazing. Look for that in January. Oh, this is perfect. Okay, so this will be released before then. So definitely look out for that, you guys. Yeah. And this has also been another episode of Chronic Relief. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming I on. I just crushed it. You did. Yeah, that was, that was a great. Good episode. I loved that story. I yeah. loved Luke Schwartz is amazing. Um, also, if you guys uh want, use my promo code Chronic Relief for 15% off at Kush Queen. And um, is that a website? Kush Queen is my best friend's brand, Olivia. She just shout out to her. Just had. Uh, is it an app? How do I? What it's is it? um in dispensaries. It's a brand. It's a weed uh, brand. And so Olivia, my best friend, just had a write up in the L.A. Times today. And the, the tagline was Olivia Alexander. Is she the queen of CBD or something amazing like that? That's so pretty she, cool. She's dope. Her products are dope. And she's how, got, how bummed are we? We can't vape anymore. I Well, it's, listen, I just. Honestly, it was a blessing in disguise because 16 stopped, people have died. I stopped vaping and I I did notice a difference in my cough. Okay, that makes me feel better. Please don't vape. You got to get to the wedding. I loved it. I know, I, it was but it's not so good convenient. for you. I had no idea it wasn't good for you. I thought it was just... <sighs> Stick to the flower, bro. Yeah, I yeah, but it just smells... It's like inconvenient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some vapes that are safe, but we just can't risk it. We don't want to risk the lungs. We don't know the long-term effects, yeah. you know? Yes. So everyone out there considers, you know, just sticking to flour or whatever. And um, yeah, this has been another episode of Chronic Relief. Follow me. Wait, at another interruption. No, <laughs> Please. <laughs> Last anything, Luke. Um, no, uh, follow me at Wolfie Comedy at Wolfie Memes, and we will talk to you next time. Nice. Nice memes. Bye. Nice memes. That was a good episode. I love that story. Better than any episode.
No, that'll 